Hello, and welcome to The Table, a podcast made specifically for people who eat food. Um, we are your hosts. I am Caitlin. Shannon. <laughs> and this is our first podcast. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, off to a great start. Off to a great start. She'll, she'll be listening. Um, so this this is To The Table. Uh, this is a podcast we made uh, food-centered kind of topics, um, but I imagine we'll probably breach what food-centered means more than once. Um, so I guess I'll I'll hand it over to you uh, if you want to add your introduction to to what this is for you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <Cool. laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I think this is really just it's going to be a fun time where. We it's gonna be us hanging out talking about food, or maybe we'll have some guests talk about our food opinions, uh, great food debates, and <laughs> and other all sorts of fun things. So it's gonna be a good time. Stick around. Yeah. So intros are always awkward as this is already going, which is fine. Uh, but I had an idea. So to introduce you and me, um, since yep. we've known each other since first grade. We've been friends for 15 years. Holy crap. Um, we are old. And it's September, meaning this is probably around anniversary time. Happy 15 years friendship. Yeah. Um, so I had the idea. Instead of introducing yourself, you introduce me and I'll introduce you. Ooh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to go like first? It. Go first introducing you? Yeah. Or I can go sure. first. Whatever. Okay. All right. How much, okay. how well do you know me? How well do I know, what do I want to reveal? I say too much. <laughs> I, I doubt it, I really do. <laughs> Alrighty. This is Caitlin. She is very artistic, very creative. Uh, we went to elementary school together. And yeah, that's where we met. That's where we became best friends. Uh, we danced together for quite some time, took dance classes. She studied graphic design and an art history minor. Yes. Mark? Did that yep. ever end up happening? It Exciting. did. <laughs> um, cool. And now she's just off doing creative and artistic things. And she is making this podcast. <laughs> I am making this podcast. Yes. But okay. I'm going to now introduce you. And if I forget anything, feel free to add. Yes. Also, you can add more if I forget anything, too. Okay. I mean, you got most of the the most important parts um the rest i'm sure that people will figure out so this is shannon uh she likes to dance as she mentioned our favorite animal is dogs but she's never owned a dog um uh, she and her mom introduced me to my very long-standing addiction of any chicken um <laughs> and if you didn't know i was still addicted to those now you know um very important part of my life <laughs> um and yeah, so we we both been kind of cooking and baking together since since as long as I can remember, since we were like what eight. Um, her mom is an ex baker, and she loves to bake with us as well. Um, and that's that. That is the two of us. Um, so the reason, like, I shot for a more like food centric thing, besides the very selfish reasons of I have essentially a food brand that I'm building, and not not in I don't sell food, but I sell like food-related art and books and stuff like that that I'm working on. So this kind of goes in with that. 
but I can't think of something more relatable to everyone on this planet but um than food other than like air. So um hopefully like everyone can relate to this in their own way. It's a broad topic. Hopefully we can make this somewhat entertaining um for like a, a listening thing. But we'll have a rotation of guests, all of whom are friends and possible family. Um, and we'll kind of shape the topics to the person who's with us so we can kind of make it easier for them to to be a part of this as well. And today we have no topic. This is just straight improv. <laughs> I did improv in college. You did. So. You did do that. Call me a professional. <laughs> what, um, what was your favorite like improv like game to play? Or like exercise, whatever they call them. Yeah, we usually went with the name games. I don't know what other people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were very, very chill. Good times. Um, I really enjoyed Party Quirks. And if you know the TV show Whose Line Is It Anyway, I believe they also play that game or some variation of that game yes, on there. I played that one once and it was so much fun. It's so fun. It's basically, if you don't know is usually have like four people and one person is the party host so they leave the room and then the audience gets to decide what the quirk is of the other three people so um the three people leave the room the one person comes back in they start hosting a party and then basically the other players arrive to this party and they keep having to act out whatever their quirk is and it's the host job to guess what who they are and it's just, it's so silly. I've had so many good ones over the years. Um, one time I was Shakira, and my oh hips my god, didn't lie. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> it was so fun. So basically every time I told a lie, my hips revealed that I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. That's the best way to play Shakira without just, like, doing the voice. Yes. It was <laughs> so fun. She'd be so proud. I hope so. <laughs> love Shakira my mom didn't know who Shakira was the other day fun fact no way <laughs> yeah we were talking about I think she has a new like dance sort of reality show thing so we saw a commercial for it and my mom was like I don't know any of these people and I was like you've got to know Shakira she goes I don't know Shakira and even my dad was like you have to know Shakira <laughs> the fact that your dad song. knew Shakira more than your mom is very funny yes that's I great. That sounds about right, but it's fine. I think when we played it, she sort of vaguely familiar was familiar with it, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you know she got like quote unquote like arrested recently? Did she Shakira? Yeah, tax evasion. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, obviously, like usually with those kind of things, and like with celebrities, like arrested, like means like a trip to the station and back. Um, yeah. But hopefully they figured that out. I just remember that being in the news, um, or at least on, like, the tabloids recently. I don't follow that much, but it did show up, and it was very funny. Oh, I did not hear about that. And Noah, and for context, Noah's my boyfriend. He was like, how do do you forget to, like, file your taxes? I'm like, I don't think it was a matter of forgetfulness. Um, This was either an accountant being sneaky or Shakira being sneaky. This wasn't a forgetful thing. Yeah. No one forgets to file their taxes. Yeah, she's also, I don't know what age she is now, but she's been an adult for quite some time. Like, she didn't just forget. 
She's been an adult. She has indeed been an adult for a little bit. What a weird way to word that. I love that. I too have been an adult for a little bit, meaning like very recently. Um, but learning, like becoming adult, I guess, um, and cooking for myself has been like the the most adulting thing I've done so far. Um, and I said that just because I, I didn't dorm. So I was at home. Um, was with my family and I've been with my family. I haven't moved out yet. Um, but cooking for myself has like been my favorite way to like start like learning the growing up skills. Um, beyond obviously like I know how to do laundry now. That's not exciting. Um, well, to be clear, I've known how to do laundry for a bit. I didn't just learn that at 22. Um, <laughs> that'd be really sad. But be sad. Do you have um, a favorite thing to make, a favorite thing that you've learned to cook, like, since, like, being an adult? Like, cooking, like, mac and cheese is basically a, not, that doesn't count. Like, actual cooking. <laughs> yeah. Unless you that's... make it from scratch, that counts. Mm, that's such a great question. I don't think I've made mac and cheese from scratch. I've eaten it from scratch before, but I don't think I myself have made it. Hot so take? Not worth it. Not worth it? No. I love a lot of foods homemade, but mm -hmm. I think homemade mac and cheese just tastes more like milk and less like cheese i'd rather Velveeta. give me that cheese sludge in a bag that's it fair i think the fake orange cheese just i don't know if it's the <laughs> nostalgia or the taste yeah or the yeah for sure and like I it's good that. i don't mean to knock it but yeah it's just i don't think it's worth all the money and effort when you could just buy a Velveeta and it's like just as good but yeah, anyway I think what my favorite thing about homemade mac and cheese is when people put breadcrumbs on top. Yes. That elevates it to another level. Agreed. I have put breadcrumbs on Velveeta before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a tiny little casserole dish that's like five inches across and I just put the Velveeta in it and just broil it for a second. I love that. It's the... like a singular minute in the oven and you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, kudos to anyone who can broil something and take it out before it burns. And I know maybe it just makes me look unprepared. I have never broiled something without, like, toasting it. Like, it got black. I'm like, it, I'm like, it's been in there for, like, 30 seconds and it's burned. But, like, if it was in there for 25 seconds, it would be cold. Yeah, that can go <laughs> very wrong very fast. It's awful. I have to broil basically using a hand torch because it's the only way I can control it. Just have a hand torch. I do. Get <laughs> out. Time to fry this. <laughs> yeah, like the little torches you use to make like creme brulee. Oh, oh, that makes way more. Sense. Oh, not like a blowtorch. <laughs> well, it is. It's a tiny blowtorch, like but it's yeah, out. straight up like pack on my back and like giant handle. Yeah, that. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. how I make mac and cheese. Perfect. <laughs> Um, okay, I interrupted my own question to you, so I, we'll, I'll bring it back. What is your favorite thing to cook as of right now? Mm, that is the question. It is indeed. I've asked it. I think most recently I made something with yellow squash. Um, Ooh. And I'm usually, I'm not much of like a squash or zucchini sort of gal. Like, we don't use it all that often in my family's cooking. Mm -hmm. But uh, we had been gifted a single squash from someone who had a garden <laughs> uh -huh. um so we were like well of course we want to use it it's like fresh from a garden and none of us knew what to do with it so i 
found it was like a bow tie pasta uh sauteed squash and it had ground Ooh. chicken in it and it was just it was one of those things where it was just me in charge of cooking it i had like two pans going i was just adding spices not measuring anything and i was like man i am an adult nothing right makes now. you feel like like ratatouille from or yes. feel like remy from ratatouille when he's making the soup when you just throw in oh. spices in without measuring yep it was my ratatouille <laughs> moment absolutely <laughs> But yes, so do you have a favorite food story or meal? By far, it is chicken and yogi soup. Oh. Um, and it sounds, sounds so fancy. And like, in a way, like, you can pretend that it is, but it's, I mean, soup is soup. Soup is both like, like an easy, like, low maintenance type meal, but it's also like the most decadent thing in the world. And I, the world would be so much worse without soups. Um. But chicken and yoki soup, it is a copy specifically of the Olive Garden chicken and yoki soup, which most people who um who frequent Olive Garden or who have in the past have loved that soup. Um and basically I had like a couple like crappy experiences at Olive Garden just for different reasons. The one near us, like either the service was like mediocre, which is fine, whatever. Some like they forgot our appetizer completely and still charged us for it. Or the food was just kind of meh, but the soup is always very good. And I was like, I don't need to come here anymore. I'm just going to learn how to make the soup. And then I learned how to make the soup. And now I make it like every other month. I make it all the time. I made a bunch of it and I brought it to um, one of my college classes. Like we had like, we have open studios, basically a bunch of computer labs and studio rooms are open 24 seven. So I just walked in there with a crock pot full of soup and I messaged the whole class and was like, if you want soup, soup is here. And then I came back and collected it later. <laughs> I will look for any excuse to make soup. Me too, I'm a fan of soup. Doesn't matter what time of the year it is. It's soup time. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned that it was from a restaurant and then you copied the recipe. Because I really want to figure out how to steal... The recipe to Alban Payne's lemon chicken orzo soup. Ooh, I don't that know what's good. in it, but it's. So I bet you good. it's lemon and chicken I, and orzo. It's so good. I <laughs> whenever like lemon is in an, in a dish, I get a little worried because I don't. I like the lemon flavor, but not too much of it. Mm -hmm. And that soup. Oh, any time <laughs> it was available on the menu. But anyway, I had a friend who, who worked at Oban Payne, and mm -hmm. I tried to get her to tell me the secrets, but she said that they came already made, mm -hmm. so she didn't even know the recipe, and I was like, oh, man, they win another day, but I will get that <laughs> recipe. I always thought that was the case with Olive Garden, too, and like I've heard a lot of rumors of like everything at Olive Garden coming frozen. Um, I know for mm -hmm. a fact that the, the breadsticks come in a giant trash bag full of frozen bread logs. Um... But apparently they make the soups fresh in-house. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. So, I, according to legend, my the legend being my printmaking professor who worked there prior to teaching, um, she said they made it fresh, but she didn't know the recipe either. I found it online, and then I kind of just edited it as I liked it. Um, I like it more chicken-flavored, so I use chicken stock, but I also add a bouillon cube 
was like the biggest change that like made a difference. So if you ever make it from the recipe online and it tastes like way too creamy, chuck a bouillon cube in there. It's it's so worth it. Hmm. That's the key. Is it um what kind of bouillon cube? Is it like chicken or Yeah, just chicken. I just stick it to chicken because it asks for chicken broth. You put chicken in it. Um, mm-hmm. but you like you pre cook the chicken as with a lot of a lot of soups. They'll have you like pre or par cook the meat before you put it in. I just don't think it tastes very chickeny because there's a lot of cream in it. So you pour the heavy cream in, and it kind of tastes like cream plus the seasonings. So I add like chicken bouillon to make sure it still tastes like chicken and tastes more like how Olive Garden makes it. But the other thing, mini gnocchis. I don't make my own. I will eventually, but the soup already takes like two hours to make, so I'm getting I get pre-made gnocchis, but the mini ones are so much better. I yeah, mini things in general. I think <laughs> are just great. They are, with the exception of like store-bought cookies, like store-bought like mini Oreos used to be the most amazing cookies. They're disgusting now. Get the regular Oreos. Yeah, what is it with? Prepackaged cookies, I feel like they're just skimping out over the years. <laughs> like, you open up the package, and now suddenly there's, like, empty spaces in the rows. There's one less row than you had before. Oh, yeah. The cookies themselves are smaller. I'm just like, what is this madness? <laughs> um, Yeah, I've, I have noticed that a little bit. And I wonder if, like, I mean, obviously things get, like, cheaper over time. That is the nature of... uh consumerism and and all that but i wonder if it's we are getting bigger like to a kid like the oreo package looks ginormous but to an adult it's like oh okay this is like maybe 30 cookies at most yeah i wonder if that's part of it because i think indulging in a packaged cookie is also sort of like a kid thing you know you're like oh my god what's your favorite cookie an oreo yeah and then as an adult you're like one that I make in this homemade lot. oatmeal raisin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oatmeal raisin? Is that your pick? It, it is not. It's still chocolate chip, but oatmeal raisin okay. is very good. Speaking of, I, I laughed a little bit at my dad today. Um, I say I laughed at him. He wasn't home. I laughed in spite of him. So yes. my dad, um, obviously, like he's very health conscious, which is great. Uh, he gets the Halo Top ice cream, like the low calorie, like diet type ice cream. Which is delicious, by the way. Nothing but good things to say. But dad goes as far as to get ice cream, right? Mm -hmm. Gets the diet ice cream. Great. Gets the oatmeal-flavored diet ice cream. Oh. It's oatmeal cookie-flavored. So, like, it's sweetened. (laughs) Why would you get the oatmeal flavor if you're already getting a diet thing? Get the chocolate. (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) Because, like, there's no oatmeal in that. It's ice cream. So they it is artificially flavored like a grain. <laughs> I just, that sounds so counterintuitive. It's like, oh, I want something sweet. You know, it's not sweet. Oatmeal. Oatmeal, yeah. That's in there. And I know, like, this young man, like, oh, oatmeal is, it is sweet. Especially if it's in a cookie or if you get, like, a flavored. Yeah, I know, but why would you make it ice cream? Yeah. Shame, shame also on Halo Top. Like, why why oatmeal? <laughs> I'm sure you're why? great and all. I've had your strawberry ice cream. It's delicious. But, like, 
oatmeal cookie? I don't even, there's not even oatmeal cookie, like, regular ice cream. You can't find that, like, in Friendlies. Yeah. wonder if that's why they're trying to be different. You know, actually, I think you might have cracked the code there. <laughs> that was it. They're just trying to be unique and really crack. Yeah, and we're here bashing on oatmeal-flavored yeah, ice cream. Next up, they're going to come out with bacon. My Actually, one of my cousins makes all a whole bunch of like weird flavor ice creams, and one of them is maple bacon. Huh. I have yeah. had a bacon milkshake, and I'm not proud to say that I've had a bacon milkshake. Oh. It was kind of good. Um, so I imagine it'd be pretty good, especially with like the maple flavor. Yeah, huh. it is. I'm trying to remember... I haven't had it in a while, so it's hard for me to describe the taste, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's such an interesting hobby to have, too, <laughs> is to make your own ice cream. Like, I don't know how you get into it, but it sounds so fun. Yeah, I mean, if you have, like, a an ice cream maker, in like, especially like, one of the pricier ones, like, I do not blame you, you know, for wanting to use it and use it well. Um, but yeah, it is, I mean, I definitely, I can see myself getting into, like, pickling and making like jerky and stuff in the future but i never considered making ice cream what would you pickle well first of all cucumbers (laughs) okay (laughs) um uh, my dad does a little bit of it now and it's very good uh you make your you just make the brine and you just stick whatever you want in it pickled beets pickled onions and pickled um like boiled eggs are very good Mm. um and you can put them all in one jar and if you have pickled beets, everything turns purple. So the, like, hard-boiled eggs are, like, purple on the outside. They look like Easter eggs. Fun. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a great way to, like, flavor something. Like, like if you put in a salad, so you get, like, like a vinegar taste without having to add, like, a ton of dressing. Um, that and, like, I could eat pickles, like, in a bowl with a fork. <laughs> like. Yeah. I love I pickles. I, I drink the pickle juice. Honestly, I'm that person. Wow, you're you drink it. I do. I do indeed. <laughs> um, I don't go that far. I do like pickles. I don't <laughs> know if I could take the juice just straight. <laughs> Every time I've been dared to like drink pickle juice, like I take the pickles out of the jar first because I will finish it. <laughs> but I don't want to like put my mouth up to the jar and like leave the pickles in for other people. So I remove the pickles. Like down the jar, clean the jar, put the pickles back. That's considerate. <laughs> That's very <right> nice. <laughs> but I did at my cousin's house recently. I was at um, I was at their house just for the day to just like enjoy some time with my aunt. And she's like, "Do you want anything to eat?" And I was like, "Okay." And we were looking in the fridge. I was like, "Can I have some pickles?" And she's like, "Yeah." There's only like two spears left. Um, and she just handed me the jar, and little did she know that I would just down the jar when I was done yeah. the pickles. <laughs> It wasn't full to the brim. Like, it was one of those, like, at, by the end of all the pickles, it was, like, maybe a half full at best. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my uncle came home while I had it in my hand. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah. just, just drinking. <laughs> Don't mind me. Just got my drink of choice. Yeah. This was after, because it was their vacation week. And she offered me, like, which is why, like, I spent the day with her. She offered me like a, a white cloche like you want anything like you want a beer or anything i'm like no i'm good i don't i'm not much of a an alcohol drinker for the most part like i'm good and f- she's like i offered you like four actual drinks and you're drinking out of a pickle jar i was like yes i am 
I could just imagine you the next time at a bar, everyone's like, yeah, I'll take a beer, I'll take a martini, whatever. And then I'll take like, the pickle juice. Pickle juice. Great. <laughs> no chaser. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I bet you there's a drink where pickle juice is the chaser. There's oh. always a drink. That's interesting. We should look that up. I'm, I'm sure. looking it up. And now I'm intrigued. Okay. Drink with pickle juice. Oh, I can't type. Drink with pickle juice. Chaser. It's called a pickleback! <laughs> pickleback? Yeah. Wow. The pickleback is a very interesting whiskey shot and a drink you have to experience for yourself. It's incredibly simple. A shot of Jameson chased by a shot of pickle juice. And it is without, it is without a doubt one of the most popular shots ordered in bars around the world. Is it really that popular? I've never heard of it before. Wow. It's so... I'm also looking at pictures of it now. That's wild. <laughs> How to make a pickleback shot. Two minutes, two ingredients. <laughs> It's not really how-to, it's just, like, one minute. <laughs> There's another ingredient that takes five minutes. What are the extra three minutes for? What are the... What? <laughs> this one has a whole... Like, what I'm seeing a lot is two shot glasses. One shot glass is full of whiskey. It appears to be Jameson. Um, and then there's another shot glass full of, of pickle juice. This one has two tall glasses. One of each and a whole pickle spear in the pickle cup. <laughs> you want to be extra fancy. Get yourself a pickle spear. This is not what I expected to learn today. Yeah. Wow. I want, is Jameson any good? I've never had Jameson. I I don't think I'm Noah likes not it. Sure if I've, had it. I've had a couple of sips of whiskey. Mm -hmm. And they all taste about the same. I had a friend <laughs> who had, um, it was either almond or, I think it was almond actually. And he yeah. was like, shaking the glass from the bottom like you know one of those whiskey people mm -hmm. and uh he was shaking it and sniffing it and he was like oh it smells like almonds and then he handed it to me to sniff i gave one whiff handed it back and said it it smells like hand sanitizer <laughs> i don't know what you think you're smelling it is simply not this <laughs> it was just he was just being like so pretentious is the wrong word but he was like mm -hmm, i am a whiskey drinker and I yeah <laughs> not here for it. like you're fooling no one that's awesome yeah um there's there's an almond flavored alcohol that i absolutely love um i'm trying to remember i think it's called like di serono i think oh, for I think if there's anyone here who listens the five of you listening to this and if anyone actually knows alcohol i'm so sorry um <laughs> I I just turned twenty two. I've only been drinking a year, and I drink strictly strawberry margaritas. Um, but I think it's Amaretto di Serono, if I remember it right. Um, forgive the lack of Italian accent or effort to create cre create one. Um, but it tastes like almonds, and if you mix it with Coke, to a lot of people it tastes like um Dr Pepper. To me, it tastes like chocolate. And oh. that another hot take. Um, yeah, but you know, like the lint balls, the little like lint truffles with like the melty center, there's an yeah. almond flavored one. And to mm -hmm. me, it tastes exactly like that. And oh. it's so good. But those bottles are like $60. So I haven't bought one. 
Ooh. I buy cheap tequila and butterscotch schnapps, and that's about it. <laughs> nice. There you go. Cheap way to do it. Um, but yeah, wow, that sounds delicious, though. Yeah, it's super good. And if you like, if you like really hate Dr Pepper, you probably won't like it. But like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of on the fence with Dr Pepper, but I really love this. Um. So yeah, there's that. I don't know if we'll ever do like an alcohol episode, but we probably could. Um, and I'll like, do a little bit I more research. Am... Yes. I was just about to say, I'm like wildly not qualified <laughs> to talk about this topic. <laughs> I, yeah. I've just had like such bad luck with drinks, according to the people who drink more regularly than I do. Mm-hmm. Because on, on or around my 21st birthday, we went out and we were like, Woo, let's buy legal drinks. And I got a sangria. Because my friend, who likes, like, bitter wine and black coffee, that should have been the tip, but uh, mm-hmm. she suggested it to me, and I drank it, and it was just, like, sour grape juice. It was <laughs> not good <laughs> at all. Sangria is one of the more mild-tasting alcohols, too. Yeah. It was just, <laughs> however this place made it, it was not good. And then I wow. went to a different place to try a strawberry margarita, and it was just practically just tequila. With, like, an aftertaste of a strawberry. <laughs> and it just, yeah. Even the people that were with me drinking those drinks were like, yeah, you're just getting bad ones all the time. Yeah, you must be. I mean, uh, granted, like, it doesn't, like, nothing tastes as good as, like, a fruit punch without alcohol in it. But, like, like a strawberry margarita should taste like strawberry. And the tequila should be the aftertaste, not the strawberry. Um, you would think. You would think, you would think. Um, sangrias, I find, are d- delicious because they taste like fruit punch to me and I don't taste the wine much at all. Um, or, like, um, like if you have, like, champagne or something, like, carbonated, like, usually it doesn't taste that bad to me. Um, what is it my mom drinks? It's a bottle of, like, the type of champagne. She's going to laugh at me when she hears this. The one I had at my graduation party. That that one's good. What is, is it? Is it like a prosecco? Uh, somewhat. What is it? It comes in like a tall, dark bottle, but <laughs> tall, dark, and handsome bottle. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. Um, Martini Rossi. I think. Let me hold on. I can't leave this podcast without figuring it out. Yeah, Martini and Rossi's Sparkling Wine. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the brand. Um, It's called Asti. A-S-T-I. And it is eight bucks online. That is dangerously cheap. (laughs) Cheap. Oh, oh no because it's like 15 11 to 15 dollars in stores where i've seen it unless it's a really tiny bottle um it could be a small bottle <laughs> but yeah like clearly like we are absolutely not authorities on alcohol but i do have things that i like it might help people who don't like alcohol but like if you don't like alcohol the best option is like don't drink it like it's not a solution to anything um mm-hmm. but nothing will be a butter beer um and 
I will take that to the grave in a Butterberry's just cream soda with butterscotch schnapps in it. And there is almost no amount of butterscotch schnapps that is too much for that drink. Um, it's delicious, and it's very sweet, and it doesn't taste like alcohol at all. It's dangerous. I have I to get- to try one of those. Maybe you should. Maybe that'll be my tomorrow, my birthday drink. There you choice. go! Yeah, butterscotch schnapps is not too expensive. The only thing is it comes in, like, giant bottles, so you'll have it for a bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, I put, like, to, like, a bottle of cream soda, if you get, like, the glass bottles, mm-hmm. I put, like, maybe an ounce or two, usually, of the the schnapps in it, and I just dump the bottle on top. Oh, it's so good. And if it's if it tastes too much of cream soda, just add more alcohol. It's dangerous. <laughs> I have never gotten drunk off of it, so I can tell you that. Um, okay. Schnapps is not, not incredibly strong, and I don't drink very fast, so. That's yeah, I feel like that's if it's the like that, it's probably harder to drink. Yeah, and it's like it's like a dessert item anyway. It's not like something you go around like chugging. Um, <laughs> I don't know anyone that chugs cream soda. Cream soda is like a sip it slowly kind of soda to almost everyone that I know. But I have seen people like chug a Mountain Dew like it's no tomorrow. Um, looking at you, Noah. Um, <laughs> he doesn't do that anymore. He used to though. Yeah, um, is he like in the? Um recovery for mountain dew or something <laughs> <laughs> in recovery exclusively drink it. he used to be very much oh, a mountain dew drinker yeah yeah um i think at one point he was just like i don't really feel like drinking this all the time anymore and no longer i think like the the bit wore off it was no longer as funny and it was more just he had to burp a lot and he didn't really care he didn't like that um so we just stopped drinking it like all together for a while, and now he has it every now and then. So yeah, he basically cut cold turkey for something he wasn't even addicted to. <laughs> wow. And he'll like only have it at parties. Like I've never even seen him order it at a restaurant since like I don't know two years ago at least. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. A recovering but... Mountain Dewaholic. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, we all have our things. But, man, butterbeers, so good. Uh, butterball shots are also very good. You wouldn't like those, though. Um, Butterball, like the turkey? (laughs) Yeah, like the turkey. No, butterball is, um, it's the butterscotch schnapps again. Um, and it's one shot. Half butterscotch schnapps and half, uh, Bailey's, which is, like, Irish cream uh type yep. alcohol they're both mm-hmm. it tastes very strongly of alcohol but it's just the shot just goes down and it's it's very good for like a christmas like holidays type thing mm-hmm. um baileys in hot chocolate is also very dangerous um can you that tell it i have a sweet tooth when it comes to <laughs> almost everything um but yeah <laughs> noah's mom made me one of those and it was delicious um and she put like Oh, no, not hot chocolate. Sorry. Bailey's an eggnog. That's what it was. That so, sounds more right. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it was hot chocolate, too. But I think I've heard of people doing that in eggnog before. Yeah. And, like, eggnog, I think, usually is alcoholic. Like, you, you're supposed to mix it with alcohol. I don't know what alcohol's supposed to be if it's not Bailey's. But, yeah, it was Bailey's and eggnog. And uh, eggnog can take me out faster than a shovel to the face. In the sense of, uh, I have one cup of it, and then I feel sick for the rest of the night. 
So I have to drink it very sparingly because eggnog just makes me sick. But it is so good. I love eggnog so much. I enjoyed the um like the hood golden eggnog. Oh, it's not alcoholic. It's over the years as I've gotten older, I've noticed that I can't have as much at once. Like yeah. it's too sweet now. But as a kid, like I would look forward to it <laughs> every holiday season and have so much of it. What's I so... still enjoy it, but it's like mm-hmm. Yeah. What's so dangerous is at my Walmart, um, right at the self checkout is like the the cooler full of soda. They have like single serve golden hood eggnog cartons in there. I have to resist so much when I see those. Because I know it's going to make me sick. I'm going to regret it. Like, there's no having it safely. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to feel like crap afterward. And nothing is going to, like, it's the only thing that stops me from drinking eggnog all the time. Well, is it year round that it has that? Um, I don't know. Um, It's there more often than it isn't. But I guess I never really, like, marked down the times that I saw it. I'm not in Walmart super often um but i would bet probably like on like the colder half of the months it's there i I doubt it's there like in june if i had to guess um but i bet you they're all coming out now like now's the time where everyone's selling their eggnog again right right yeah i don't think i would trust a person who like middle of the summer is just down (laughs) with some eggnog yeah uh that that would be me if it weren't poison to me um but, like, because I am pretty good with, like, the foods that I eat. Like, very little foods, like, make me sick. And I, like, know, like, like what is too much of a food. Like, I don't get sick often. But, yeah. man, the, <laughs> it's just eggnog. Is this how, like, I'm so sorry to people who are lactose intolerant, but, like, adore cheese. Like, is this what you feel like all the time? I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Like, I, I am not, thank God I'm not lactose intolerant, but I know a lot of people who are who would still just, like, who they would give it all for a pizza. And they're like, I don't care. I'm going to feel crappy for the next two days. I don't care. I want pizza. That's yeah. how I feel with eggnog. Like, th- there is almost nothing stopping me from just ruining my night over a cup of eggnog. <laughs> people with lactose intolerance are just in another level. Like, they are just... They're so indefiant of their own body sometimes, or at least, like, the ones that aren't, like, severely lactose intolerant. I do understand, like, there's a level of just, like, maybe don't um, for your own safety. Um, I I saw, like, some, like, people comparing it to, like, gluten intolerance, and I have friends who are both, um, not not both together, but I have friends who are gluten intolerant, and I have friends who are um, lactose intolerant. And the lactose intolerant ones are just, like, this may ruin my night, but nothing's going to stop me. And the gluten intolerant ones are like, if that bread comes within 10 feet of my person, I'm going to kill a man. <laughs> yeah, that I get away from me. Yeah, and the reactions are crazy different. So they're both very justified. Like you do what you want with the food yeah. you eat. But uh, less, less people who have like dietary restrictions and mm-hmm. like I... I'm so sorry, but, um, yeah. like, I, um, I did a lot, like, what I cooked for, like, my college class, um, I had, like, peanut-free items, I had, like, I made a couple, like, vegan things, like, when I did that soup, soup night, mm-hmm. 
I also made a, a tomato soup for the um, vegans and vegetarians. Um, more of that soup went, even those who weren't vegan or vegetarian went after the tomato soup. I had so much chicken and yoki for me the next week. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, so like I, I've become more aware of it now, having cooked for a lot of other people where like my immediate household, we have, we have little to no dietary restriction. Um, but yeah, God, God bless those that deal with it every day. You guys are crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm also very fortunate where we don't have a whole lot of food se- sensitivities in my family, but my college roommate was allergic to green tea. And okay. um, green tea is just one of those ingredients that's sort of like snuck in things a lot, yeah. including skincare. So I had oh, this, yeah. this uh, face mask and we were like, oh, we're going to have such a relaxing night. It's going to be awesome. I give it to her. She's putting it on her face and she's like, is it supposed to burn? And I was like, oh. well, like a little tingle. And then she was like, okay. And then she just kept brushing on her face. And two minutes later, she was like, no, this is like searing hot. Oh no! We flipped it over, and the ingredients had green tea, like first thing listed, and we were like, "Oh my god!" So we ran to the bathroom, and she was taking off her face. Like, luckily, she didn't have too bad of a reaction. Yeah. But I just, I felt so bad. I was like, that didn't even cross my mind that it might be in there. Right, and if it it doesn't like advertise it, like green tea moisturizer, like yeah, jeez, I say that as I'm eating a green tea mint as we speak. (laughs) Yeah, and apparently the refreshers at Starbucks also have a little bit of green tea in them. Yeah. And she was like, I always get a headache when I drink those. I don't know why. And then she read the ingredients. She's like, ah, now I know why. (laughs) It's, yeah, crazy. At least that's not, like, a super severe allergy. Like, that, oh, that could be so much worse. Definitely, yeah. Like, it's just, like, a a scratchiness almost Mm -hmm. that will come from it, or a headache or something, but it's not awful. So that's... We're lucky in that sense, but I'm like, oh, I feel. That sucks. I have, I, w- I don't even want to call them allergies because I think that's too strong a word. But I have very mild reactions to bananas and beans. I get very scratchy and like my throat, I get a lot of saliva. And my throat basically just keeps swallowing. Um, And that, that is no I fun. Do, I never do. Yeah. This, like crazy mild like it goes away like within an hour or so it doesn't stop me from eating either of those things because it's like almost nothing but it it hits me sometimes interesting was that something you developed later in life or did you already always have that um the earliest i remember like dealing with it was like early in high school um mm-hmm. or like the beans thing i think happened before that but i didn't really like know what it was so my mom thought it was heartburn um but it wasn't like acid it wasn't like acidic or like a burning it was just like Mm -hmm. like like my throat was like constantly like swallowing on itself essentially uh, because there was just a lot of saliva yeah um but yeah bananas were like a high school thing and (laughs) I didn't tell anyone because like it really didn't matter. But for a little while, it got it was much worse, and I don't remember why. I think cause we had like organic bananas at home, or they were like huge, so I was having more of them. So it was like a stronger reaction than I get even now. But I stopped eating them at the time because like I didn't. It wasn't worth it. I'll have another fruit. And Tyler, one of my friends, brought me a banana, like from because we were we were at like a state competition, 
and I wanted a snack, but like I didn't feel like going to get up and anything. But he got up and he's like, I'll get you something. I'm like, okay. And he comes back with a banana and it was so nice of him. And I just like had to very kindly put it in my bag and not eat it. Because I didn't want to be all scratchy while I had to present at a state competition. Did you tell him about it? I did afterward, yeah. It's like, okay. I, this was so nice of you, but like I'm pretty much allergic to bananas. Oh my god. Can you imagine <laughs> like to this day? He's like, man, aren't you glad I gave you that banana at the state competition? <laughs> and you're just like, uh-huh. I, I, won, I won silver that year, too. I could, yeah, I could have attributed it to the banana. Well. <laughs> um, he would have been like, oh, that banana's your lucky charm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, now I've come back to bananas. And if I, like, put it with something or on something, it's not as bad, like banana toast or a smoothie. Um, I just don't eat them plain anymore. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Allergies are so crazy with, like, the vast range of reactions you can have to them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like we know two of our friends, like, who, from middle school, who were allergic to peanuts. And one was, like, not super allergic to peanuts, but he was very, very proactive about it. And we had another friend who was much more severely allergic to peanuts. And he was just like, I'll just read the ingredients as whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's so wildly different. Yeah, and, I, like, they had different reactions, but the one that was, like, much more proactive had, was less allergic to peanuts. Mm-hmm. So the different ways that people, like, manage their allergies is, is cool. It's, like, interesting to know about them, too. Yeah. I really liked, I like when people have um, EpiPens sort of, like, in a belt pack or somewhere <laughs> that's, like... Like, it's almost like a gun ready to draw, you know? Yeah. It's just, I just feel like you are owning your allergy, and you're like, I'm going to look it in the face. And if yeah. it tries to get me, I'm ready for it. Yeah, but and I God bless you that. being proactive and safe. Like, what? A, like that's such a good idea to have it on hand at all times. Yes, definitely. Oh, man. The last time we hung out um, with him, the one who wore it on his belt, too, I remember we went to get pizza. And he was, like, we went to a new pizza place that I had never been to before. And I went to, like, ask them. And he's like, no, no, don't worry about it. I'll ask them later. And he asked them after we ordered. And I'm like, I really hope they don't use peanut oil. Because if they do, it's going to be really sad if you can't eat this with us. Yeah. But thankfully it was okay. And he, he enjoyed pizza with us. That's good. That was so long ago. We haven't hung out with them in forever. Yeah. But we have we have reached an hour already, which is crazy. I guess wow. not crazy. We can we can talk for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll say this brings us to the end of of episode one. And starting, I think next one we'll start doing like more themed, like topic based ones. I'm sure we'll have another one where it's just we just just do nothing and just like no topic, talk for an hour. Um, but yeah, we'll have a guest next time. I don't know who. Whoever's free. <laughs> Whoever is free. That's our very professional scheduling system. Yes. Um, my friends are not always free very regularly, so I, I uh I have learned not to expect like people to be free at the same times every week. So we'll see. Awesome. All right. We shall see. Thank you for joining me. Uh, this of was course. fun. Happy first episode. Happy first episode and happy birthday to you tomorrow. Thank you. You're welcome.